listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome to the Voice of Charity. I'm Marie Jokum. And I'm Bridget Murphy. As the COVID-19 pandemic continues, Catholic Charities has more than 2,000 employees who continue to do their jobs with a tremendous amount of flexibility, creativity, and an awareness that whatever we plan today could change tomorrow uh, based on evolving needs of our clients and the city and statewide COVID guidelines that we must adhere to. That's right, Bridget. A few weeks ago, we had um, some great staff and one of our incredible partners on talking about upcoming health fairs. And these two health fairs were planned for this Saturday, August 15th at St. Francis of Rome Parish and on Saturday, August 22nd at St. Gall Parish. Out of an abundance of caution and following the recommendations of the medical team involved, both of these health fairs are now postponed. When further information becomes available, we will absolutely share it here with you on The Voice of Charity. Today, we're really excited to welcome to the show two of Catholic Charity's frontline workers who, along with their colleagues and volunteers, are going to amazing lengths to help clients in the west suburbs of Chicago. Michael Waters is, I've never called you Michael before, but Michael Waters. <laughs> Only my mother calls Michael. <laughs> Michael, Mike Waters is director of Catholic Charities West Region, and Claudia Andrade is the regional office manager and volunteer coordinator for the West Regional Office. Welcome, Mike and Claudia. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, before we get to questions for both of you, we want to share a little bit about some of the statistics related to food. As you might imagine, um, between folks who were already challenged in making ends meet and then the number of people who have lost shifts or lost jobs or see industry uh, shrinkages, uh, food pantries have become an absolute lifeline in terms of stretching already tight dollars. Catholic Charities has nine food pantries that have been serving an average of 1,400 households per week. Um, we have provided more than 297,000 meals and, yeah, and bags or boxes of food. Um, and we have answered calls around 25,000 at our emergency response line, which connects people with services, including food and financial assistance. So the need is great. Uh, Mike and Claudia are meeting it every day. So we're grateful to hear a little more from you about your work and the clients in the community. Mike, we're going to start with you. And, you know, I've had the privilege of being able to see you in action, um, see you and Claudia in action in many instances. But can you share with us, when we're talking about the West region of Catholic Charities, what does that mean? Um, what suburbs are included and what have you been seeing and what are some of those significant issues facing you during the pandemic? Sure. So we serve, uh, in our Cicero office, we serve 31 suburbs 
in West Cook County, everything from Cicero on the east to Western Springs on the west, and uh, Countryside on the south, up to about uh, Shiva Park and Franklin Park on the north. So it's a fairly large and diverse area. Um, we have seen a dramatic increase in, in requests for our help um, since the pandemic started. When the shelter-in-place order went into effect in late March, we overnight virtually saw a, a doubling or tripling of the demand for our food pantry. Um, in April, we served three times as many families as we did the year before. Um, it's come down a little bit, but in June and July, we still served about twice as many families as normal. And we think that's going to continue to be the case for some time. Uh, we've seen a huge spike in calls for financial assistance, for rent and utility assistance, and we anticipate that will continue for a while. So the challenge for us has been to figure out how to meet that additional demand in a way that um, also ensures uh, the safety of our clients and, and staff and volunteers, and uh, we believe we've been able to do that. Tell us a little bit, I mean, that requires... <clears throat> a great deal of coordination and support from partners. So can you tell us a little bit about those partners, including the Chicago Food Depository? Yeah, so we get about 80% of our food from the Greater Chicago Food Depository. They're a food bank that um, provides food to member pantries throughout Cook County. Um, we also, though, get a lot of um, donations. Uh, we In April, when it became clear that we were... Um, we were having a hard time keeping our shelves stocked because of the demand. We reached out to uh, parishes and businesses in the community to ask for help, and we got a tremendous response. We've just in our Cicero office alone, we've gotten thousands of bags of, and boxes of groceries donated by uh, parishes and schools and businesses. We've had a lot of donations from uh, corporate partners. And we've also gotten a lot of monetary donations because we've been going to retail sources we ordinarily wouldn't use uh, to buy food uh, to supplement what we're getting from the food depository to make sure that uh, we're giving our clients an adequate uh, amount of food. And, you know, I think that that coordinated response you know, during this pandemic, but kind of always with you and your colleagues who serve as regional directors, I think is one of the like real jewels of Catholic charities, right? That ability to be in the community and kind of mobilize corporations and businesses and parishes and faith communities and community partners. I think that's incredible. And, and we're really grateful for those relationships that allowed you to kind of pick that up in the moment of crisis. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more with Mike Waters and Claudia Andrade of the West Regional Office. More and more people around the world are interested in their family history. At Catholic Charities, we are hearing from adults who lived for a brief time at St. Vincent's Orphanage, the wonderful life-affirming agency that operated out of our headquarters for 91 years, serving thousands of women, children, and families until it closed in 1972. Our post-adoption services help adults who want to learn more about their experience at St. Vincent's. 
Our compassionate staff members provide whatever family background information they can offer, along with support and reunion services. To learn more, call 312-655-7093. That's 312-655-7093. The spirit of St. Vincent's lives on in the inspiring stories that continue to emerge today. Do you have a gently used laptop or desktop computer that is gathering dust in your home? Consider donating to our Catholic Charities Veterans Computer Project. We will clean out your device, give it new software, and repurpose it for a veteran who is looking for employment. Your gift will make an incredible difference in a veteran's ability to find a job. Catholic Charities provides veteran services throughout Lake and suburban Cook Counties, giving participants an array of professional and personal support. Our veterans have served our country, and it is our privilege to serve them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Services and the Veterans Computer Project, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. And welcome back. This is Marie Jokum with Bridget Murphy. And we are here today talking with Mike Waters, Regional Director in our West Suburban Office, and Claudia Andrade, who's the Regional Office Manager and Volunteer Coordinator in Cicero as well. Mike, uh, tell us a little bit about the community you serve and particularly the folks you've seen in the food pantry, because I know you really educated me early on about a a large number of them working in hospitality and being in industries that were um, hit early and hit hard. Yeah, Cicero, is, it's a working-class community, um, and uh, primarily uh, Latinx. Um, and we have seen, uh, so when the pandemic started and the shelter-in-place order went into effect, many of those residents uh, found themselves immediately out of work or having their hours cut as you said, a lot of them are in hospitality or service industry jobs, restaurants, hotels, retail, um, where they were you know, either out of work or working fewer hours. And so they turned to us for help. And as I mentioned earlier, we've seen two and three times the normal number of clients in our food pantry. And a lot of those are first-time clients, people who have never come to us before. And they're now, you know, these are folks, a lot of them living paycheck to paycheck. And, uh, you know, hardworking people um, kind of struggling to get by as it is. Mm -hmm. And just one or two missed paychecks can, can really put them into a hole that's hard to get out of. And so we're there trying to, to help them in whatever way we can. Mike, have you sort of seen that folks kind of are coming as first-timers wondering how you do this? I mean, is that some of what you're seeing as well, kind of new folks to the pantry system? Yeah, yeah. And so, we, so we're so we there to, to, you know, try to guide them through the process. Um, also, we, we view our food pantry as sort of a port of entry for um, a lot of these first-time clients where, we're also trying to connect them with other services right. at Catholic Charities. And so they will often ask our frontline staff in the food pantry, how do I go about getting uh, rental assistance? And they'll give them the information on do, how to do that. We will pass out flyers 
about other services, either at Catholic Charities or in the community, because those community partnerships with other social service organizations and health organizations are important to us as well. So we'll pass out information about uh, free COVID testing, about other financial assistance programs outside of Catholic Charities, uh, about other food pantries or, or food distribution events. And so we're, we're you know, trying to not just provide people with a few bags of groceries, but to help steer them toward other programs that could help them in other ways. And, you know, I think what's so interesting about that is that it is a well-oiled machine in terms of employees and volunteers, particularly in your office. And, and as I mentioned, I had um, at one of the beginning days of busy food pantries, not your first one, um, but I had the privilege of seeing that unfold. And, Claudia, I know you've worked with Mike to, to make sure that employees and volunteers are thoroughly protected um, and have all the things they need. Can you share with us what that looks like and maybe how that's different than before? <laughs> yes, yes, of course. So all our employees and volunteers are outfitted with PPE. We have signs posted at the main entrance uh, indicating a face covering must be worn inside the facility. We have uh, limited the flow of people inside also. So all employees and volunteers are, are required to fill out a COVID health check questionnaire right before entering. Um, we also have signs posted throughout the facility reminding everyone about uh, maintaining six feet of social distance. Um, disposable gloves are available and must be worn when working in the food pantry. We have hand sanitizers and disinfectant wipes available throughout the facility. We do all that we can to protect our staff and volunteers because they are risking themselves to help, of course. Yeah, Claudia, I think it's amazing, too, just to think, I mean, there's a lot of hardworking staff at play, but it's also a lot of volunteers who come and look to you um, and Mike and other folks there to kind of figure out how, how are we going to make this work. So kudos to you to making the whole system work. Yeah. It's, that's a Herculean task. And so for folks who might not have used a pantry, um, you come in and um, they used to be what we called choice, right? So um, guests would shop just as you might at a grocery store. But my understanding is that's not how they operate anymore. Do, so everything's prepackaged. And what kinds of foods do you have? Yes, yes. Um, so they used to be called client's choice where the clients would come in and choose what foods they wanted to have. But now, uh, for the short term at least, we are prepacking grocery bags with a variety of food items, such as canned beans, dried rice, pasta, cereal. Um, we bring them the bags to the clients outside of the pantry, so outside of the facility. We have not uh, reduced the hours at the pantries. They are still open at the same hours as before for those who need food. Um, many regular senior volunteers have um, not been able to help out um, due to the circumstances, but um, we are asking, reaching out um, for volunteers who are interested in helping us out. There are certain shifts and days that we are in need, so we invite all listeners who want a break from being at home now and, um, and during fall to come and help. 
It's a very Claudia, <laughs> bold experience. move. Middle of the show. <laughs> Ask for volunteers. Yes. I think, you know, I, I really do. You have a great army of volunteers there. It is an uplifting time to kind of be together and see the process unfold. And for anyone listening, it is safe. You know, we um, they, they really are doing everything in their power to make sure that everyone involved is safe and, and treated with dignity. And, you know, as winter months are coming, we are recognize that it will continue to be outside and we're going to continue to need to make sure those lines go quickly. So the more volunteers that we have safely, the better. So definitely call Claudia. She is a lovely person to work for. So um, Claudia, we've got just a few seconds here. You want to give that, that cell, that telephone number and then we'll take a short break. Yes. Any volunteers interested can call 708-329- Four zero two three. Love it. And we'll give it again at the end of the show. But for right now, we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be back on The Voice of Charity with Mike Waters and Claudia Andrade. annual Monsignor Michael Bolin Golf Invitational was unfortunately canceled for this year, but we are still gathering online to offer support to Catholic Charities Family Stabilization Services that benefit each year from this outing. Catholic Charities has been working non-stop throughout the pandemic to help the growing number of people who have lost their jobs and never before imagined needing assistance. Can you help us help them? Become a sponsor, purchase raffle tickets, or simply make a donation to help people who are very much in need this summer. This special online drive and raffle continues through August 31st. For more information, visit the events page on Catholic Charities' website and look for the Monsignor Bowen Golf Invitational. Thank you for helping make this a major win for a great cause this year. Catholic Charities' After Supper Visions program offers guests of our Tuesday night supper the opportunity to learn the art of photography. These talented guests who are often experiencing homelessness are offered disposable digital cameras and they work with volunteer professional photographers to learn the basics of taking photos. Then the artists go out and capture images on film of anything they find to be beautiful or interesting in the world. Their photos are amazing. Visit AfterSupperVisions.com to learn more about the artists and their artwork. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn too. At After Supper Visions, we are developing film, talent, and hope. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum. And Bridget Murphy. And we are here today talking with two heroes in the West, the wild, wild (laughs) West in our Cicero office, Mike Waters, the regional director, and Claudia Andrade, the regional office manager and volunteer coordinator. Claudia, um, can you share with us um, how does someone go about using the food pantry if any of our listeners know someone or need to use it themselves? Uh, Yes. 
So they are welcome to come in Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday. We have different hours. If they would like a schedule, they can call 708-222-1491. We serve anyone that lives in the West Region, anyone in need of food. They just have to bring in their photo ID with their home address, and they will be provided several bags of foods, including frozen meats. I love that. I love that. And if, you know, folks are in need of other pantries, definitely can visit our website, catholiccharities.net, and find the pantry closest to you. Mike, can you, or Claudia and Claudia, can you guys share a, a client story that might help our listeners better understand the situations that, that the folks you are working with are facing and how you've been able to help? Uh, yes. We actually had a family. We've had several families in need of help during this time. There was one family of five who had fallen behind three months of rent. The husband and wife both worked for a restaurant and had been let go from their job due to COVID. They had three young children, and one of them being a baby who needed formula, milk, and diapers. so we were able to provide rental assistance for the family to cover the three months of rent. And we were able also able to provide uh, diapers for the baby and food for the family. So one of our core values is compassion. We provided compassion to this family during this time of need. I love that. And, and it brings back to what Mike said earlier, right? That idea that it's a port of entry, the food pantry. You're able to, to meet a family know what's going on and kind of help them navigate into all the other services Catholic Charities does. And truly, I think that's what's so special about the regional offices is that it is like that first stop. It's that first entry into, you know, someone goes and your building is so friendly and it's full of lovely people, but it really is that that spot where you first step into all of the things Catholic Charities can do. Right. Can you tell us... um Mike or Claudia, a a little more about what the regional offices do. I think we should say, first of all, it's very important for Catholic charities that we're in the community, excuse me, and that we we know the community, we know the leaders we know, and by that I mean natural leaders, not just who the alderman is or or who the township person is, but, but who the community leaders are, who the partners are. But tell us a little more about how regional offices operate. Sure. Um, so we have a handful of regional offices in the suburbs throughout Cook and Lake counties, um, and they are basically kind of full-service offices. But a big part of my job as a regional director is developing and nurturing those relationships with parishes, with community leaders, with other social service organizations. Uh, and so we're all very active in networking in the community, um, building those relationships, uh, relationships with parishes have always been very important to Catholic Charities. Um, they not only provide us with a lot of client referrals, but they also provide us with uh, so much support and that allows us to, to serve as many clients as we do. In the Cicero office, we also provide a number of other services. A lot of our, we have uh, immigration assistance, legal assistance, uh, counseling, uh, we have um, transitional housing programs for homeless families with children, for homeless veterans. And so we have caseworkers and counselors based in our Cicero office uh, that offer those services. And, and if you go on the, the Catholic Charities website, catholiccharities.net, um, you can find the services offered through our Cicero office. So, um, 
And we are offering still, most of those programs are still operating during the pandemic. A lot of them, a lot of the assistance and counseling programs are operating remotely uh, where, where the caseworkers and counselors uh, are working with clients by phone or through video conferencing. Um, but we are still, they are still operating and still working. And we've, uh, many of them, counseling programs are more important right now than ever. Yeah. So uh, we're very proud of our staff for doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And we've had many of those folks on this show. Mike, you know, I always think of your role as kind of like a cruise director for Catholic Charities. <laughs> and that's what I think you are. You're the, you're the two cruise directors of the West. So thank you for everything you do for, for all of us. Oh, thank you. I think it's important to share, too. Um, you know, these are extraordinary times, and there are a lot of people in need and, and defining need in a wide variety of ways. And I think you know, what we try to emphasize at Catholic Charities about how we do our work, and, and maybe Claudia and, and Mike, you could say an, another word about this, is, you know, there's never any shame in needing help. Um, you know, we have a lot of first-time clients during COVID, and we just want to make sure people understand, and people should understand this, whether they use our services or not, that everyone needs help from time to time. Um, people have very challenging circumstances, and, and we are here to walk with you and to help you get over that hump that you're facing, that challenge you're facing. Um, but we, we all have needs, and we all go through periods of real challenges. And so um, there's, there's no judgment. There's no shame. Please, please reach out and please share the services with people you know who need them. So now is a great time, Claudia, for you in the last couple seconds of the show for you to give that number one more time in case anyone would be interested in volunteering or would like to know more about the services in the West. Yes, of course, Marie. So they can reach 708-329-4023. That number will go directly to me, Claudia, and I will guide them through the process of becoming a volunteer. Amazing. Claudia, such a good salesperson. Um, thank you both for being on. It's really, you know, food is a lot of what Catholic Charities does, and, and food is always about nourishment and connections to other, other services here. So we salute you and we thank you for everything you're doing. Yeah, we've, we've literally been saying for months thank you to our frontline staff, and that is the two of you and many other people in your office. So thank you for joining us today, and keep us posted here on The Voice of Charity, how we can continue to help and support Claudia and Mike. You're welcome back anytime. And we invite listeners to join us again next Tuesday when we discuss efforts to help the Latinx community in Lake County that has been profoundly impacted by COVID-19. For now, this is Marie Jokum and Bridget Murphy wishing you a great safe, healthy, and happy week from everyone at Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.